and welcome to the Fence End Podcast, a January transfer window special. Um, we'll be recording as the window shuts. Um, Simon in here February. in February. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Simon here with with Paul Fraser and Liam. Better Oops. after Tuesday than before Tuesday. Yes, yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. <laughs> well, we'll we'll um, we'll get on to the the uh, the January transfers uh, and the transfer windows shortly, but a but a quick kind of overall view of the, the the three games that we've had since the last pod Barnsley at home a 1-0 defeat in the wind uh Bristol Rovers away and a 3-1 defeat and then a an improved display um against Pompey on on Tuesday night and the draw there um after being ahead then being behind and then getting it back right at the end um kind of overall sort of thoughts on on those three games Got better, basically. I think improved. <laughs> it did, I think, but then even the draw, you're looking at the goals and you're thinking, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> like that, they weren't good goals to concede. Although we, like my, Liam and I, on the way back, we were listening to the the um, Portsmouth commentary of it, and uh, they were very much about their goals, talking about how defensively that they should have done better or whatever. So maybe it's just a point of view. But they did look like very poor goals to concede, you know, in all of the games, really. But they um, also talked about the goals they scored being worldies. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we helped you a bit. <laughs> Let's be fair. As, as you say, it's how football fans see their teams. Any goals they score is because they worked hard and they're very good. And any goals they conceded is because of errors they made. So, yeah, and, and the, the previous two games, we played one decent game of football they were both the second halves and we'd given ourselves a mountain <laughs> to climb start playing before you're losing it's it's better that being said you know players coming back from injury um signings coming in let's let's see what happens really it was really interesting sort of looking at the social media scape across fans for for not all fans obviously but a lot of fans going mad at Des and I've got no faith in him and then after Tuesday, actually, I've I've been a bit harsh on him. I I control Z. <laughs> <laughs> there is a yeah. There's a, there's a certain amount. Of, if when you look at the the injuries we've had, and I appreciate every club has injuries. All of our or the vast majority of ours seem to have been to forward players, and we, and we weren't you know overly stocked with centre forwards at the start of the season. You know, we've had to run Mark Harris into the ground a little bit. And it just feels like, well, maybe if, if you know, if this is the Desi's learning curve and if this is a little bit of a dip in our form, that to still be in the playoffs after not performing brilliantly, losing games, not recruiting early in the January window, actually getting to the end of January and still being in the playoffs is, is not a bad return for Des, really. We should also bear in mind that we are a fan base who really should know better. I mean, in the last five, six years, we've had two managers in particular who have been afforded very bad starts and then when were given time and mm. went on to do very well, Michael Appleton and Carl Robinson. Um, I know Robinson didn't quite get to the championship, but, you know, but for a, a, a mad moment in a playoff final, he would have done. Um, so, you know... And both managers had disastrous first full seasons with us. Um, mm. So they were both given time. They were given um, resources to, to 
build a squad and, you know, backroom staff and that sort of thing. And Buckingham's been thrown into a team who, you know, let's be honest, we did overperform at the start of this season. And, uh, you know, having a go at overperforming is great. And, you know, if you can keep that going for a whole season, amazing. But the team that he's been given were rocked by a manager leaving so unexpectedly. And, And what he needs from us, I think, is patience, time. I think you mentioned Appleton and there are, you know, there were lots of people calling for his for his head in that first season, weren't there? Um, and we were nowhere near the playoffs <laughs> at that yeah. point. But I, I even heard someone on Radio Oxford, it might have, it might have been during COVID, it, it wasn't that long ago, saying, I still don't think it was the right man for the job. How? How do you not think that when he, no. when he did what he did the next he year? Got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the things that's been thrown at Des is, I can't see what his style of play is. I can't, he, he says he wants to be attacking and yet he hasn't been attacking. And it's like, well, the, the injuries that he's had to deal with have been mainly to forward players, you know, Marcus yeah. Brown's been out. Bodin's been out. Kyle Edwards has been out. Sam, um, sorry, Stan Mills has been out, and yeah. it, it just felt so. The the second half at Bristol Road, when obviously Tyler Bury signed the Barnsley game. Okay, forget about that. He didn't play particularly well. Bristol Rovers, when he came on at half time, looked very lively. Did did yeah. a lot of good things. Was was very positive. Um, and then against Pompey as well. Thought he played really well. Looked, you know, very progressive. The the signing that um, we've made today with with or yesterday with Owen Dale that looks like another positive winger. And I think with Goodwin coming in, I think we're starting to see the kind of football that that Des does want to play, which is that yeah. kind of okay. They're going to take their time at the back. We'll be sort of patient, but when we do get forward, we'll get forward with pace. And I think. That's perhaps we're starting to see a little bit of of Des ball and what what that might be. I thought as well against um, Portsmouth, we were not necessarily closing them down. We were concentrating on getting back into position and making it hard for them to get through us. And we've, when we talked about defensive errors for the two goals, but actually it worked quite well. They didn't threaten too much. If you look at the actual attempts on goal and the chances created just getting back into positions actually did it for them and it I pointed that out to Liam during the game that we, that's what you know we seem to be standing off of them but it seemed to be working um earlier this evening our the Oxford United Twitter admin put up a, a little um what takeaway shall I get you know Indian Chinese Italian or a and other and and it 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 kind of got me thinking about um how how the the transfer dealings have, have sort of varied. This this current window seems to have been quite sort of considered and, and we've we've talked about what we needed and we've got it was it did feel under Carl Robinson it it like he was you know he got his Ken Hom walk out and just threw everything in there and gave it a stir and and hope for the best. Whereas this seems a bit more process driven and they've really I, I identified what we need. I think Maybe a centre forward would have been nice, and it, with with ten minutes still to go, we might still get something. But it it just or, feels or rather free than, agents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. Happened a few years we don't ago, know. Didn't it? Yeah, it could, because somebody could be released before eleven o'clock tonight by a club, and you know, and become a free agent, and then we can pick them up afterwards, can't we? That's still still the case. So it's it's uh, 
yeah, there there is a little bit of room for manoeuvre, but it does feel like under Ed Waldron's sort of um, running the the recruitment now, it, it just seems like it's back to that proper way of doing things. It, it yeah. does seem like it's a team effort and not just Carl throwing in what he wants and, yeah. and hoping for the best. It does, from what we've got so far, it does feel decent. I mean, there's only one player in the last couple of, I mean, obviously we don't know about the new players that are coming in, but even the free agent, he seems to have done well. Mm. Um, it, like, it seems to be considered the only one that hasn't really worked out how we planned was Perkins. Um, yeah. But apart from that, they seem to be doing what they were trying to do. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it does just feel more planned and more the, you you look at the squad and yeah, it would be great to have another striker, but we have bought one in. Um, but it's more balanced. You just feel you know it's. I mean, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad this season to have all wingers, considering they're all injured. But <laughs> yeah, you know, under Robertson, you just knew you can have so yeah. many wingers. I mean, and <laughs> to be fair, the the uh, Murphy is one of the wingers that's that's currently injured, and he was signed under under um carl robinson so it's yeah. you know some of it we're, we're still suffering with carl's let's uh, that that's one thing you know looking at i know uh bury hasn't played a great deal this season but he played mm. reasonable amounts before certainly um uh the dale owens oh no owen dale that's gonna be a tricky <laughs> one i'm gonna forget um has, has played a lot of games over the the last sort of couple of seasons he's he's certainly looks robust you know i hope i'm not yeah. tempting fate there but but it seems to be we're we're signing i know will goodwin was signed and he, he had an injury but not a serious one and that's you know dealt with a now. lot was made of that you know yeah. there were a lot of people who really jumped on that and it's like well hang on yeah. he actually passed the medical yeah yeah and then we picked up oh actually if he plays he could injure himself further so we'll give him a little bit of a rest yeah. first yeah like, it was what, a thorough medical you know what you're gonna, not going to be able to play for two weeks you know mm. we'll get someone else so yeah. no we've scouted this person we've worked out he fits into our system you know like there was a there was a moment though on tuesday where we had signed four players <laughs> um and like it 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 was only Bury was was able still, to play. Yeah. <laughs> um. The the other thing to bear in mind, you're talking about it being more measured and more um sort of calculated this time round. This time last season, we spent the whole so the whole window saying, "Oh, we need we need a striker in," and we got a striker in on the last day, and then we <laughs> let our other striker go. go. Yeah. Um. Whereas. This this time it seems like we are holding on to Gats to see if this other deal went through, mm. or if if you know with his his upturn in form, it was it a choice made on Tuesday because he he got into some handy positions and I don't think he did anything wrong. You know well, there were good blocks. They you know it it was it mm. was just one of those things. It didn't it didn't pan out. Similar against. Um, it was a game before um, Rovers. Bristol Rovers. Rovers. Once mm. he came on, he wasn't the problem. Mm. There, there was a lot that was the problem, mm. but he wasn't it. So maybe it's uh, okay. We'll stay and and fight then and develop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the interview afterwards from uh, Buckingham 
was uh, we're going to get a strike. We're looking to bring in a couple more, a striker and a wide forward. Mm. Um, and we've bought a winger slash wing back and a midfielder. And he did say, no, we're not looking to get a midfielder. Like, so obviously there has been change. Yeah, that's that's why I'm just waiting for Brannigan's out for the season. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. you think it's the case? Some people are saying, you know, while well, we've got a defensive midfielder who set up a strike, I don't think it's that simple. I think if we could have got another striker in, we would have. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I can't argue that we need the defensive midfielder. Mm. Like, no, but I think the, the message that went out earlier was if we can get a central midfielder in that is better than what we've already got or can add to what we've already got, isn't just mm. making up squad, isn't just a backup, isn't that. If he can actually add something, then we'll get him in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it seems it, like he is the one. It's an, it could yeah. easily be, you know... Thinking about when I've seen him play, you know, this guy could could easily be somebody that keeps Brannigan out of the team potentially. You know, he's he's mm. he's decent. You know, like you say, it's not a backup. It's um, just read a, a, a little bit of a comment on the not the top not the top twenty uh, blog saying he's picked up thirty three career yellow cards so far in. 5,743 minutes. That's a yellow card every 165 minutes or more than one every other game. So uh, that means it's, you can kind of get, you know, it's sort of going to. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he likes to tackle from the sound of it, but that's not a bad thing. If we were to sign him permanently in the summer, it's probably because we've become a championship club because he's a very good player and he's going to be on very good money. Um, so that shows that the the club are not resigning this season internally already and saying let's go for it next year. It's very much a this season. Um, Absolutely, and he, the window he, shut. He's he's had promotions in each of the last two seasons. You know, with Sunderland yeah. and then last season with Plymouth. So he's he's a player who knows what it takes to get over the line. Um, you know, Am I right those... in thinking though that James Henry had been in League One for two different seasons, and that each each one he got promoted for right. until he joined Oxford? Joined us. Okay, yeah. So mm. that, let's not run away too much. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? You know, we've got both of them now. <laughs> so, okay, to, so if you know, if that window, if you know, if it there might be something in the next few minutes, if it's uh, a, a a very very last minute, but in terms of signing, so as as per the club's website, we've had a really good window, and this now covers all bases. We've signed Jamie Cumming, Joe Bennett, Jay Matete, Kyle Edwards, Tyler Bury, Owen Dale, and Will Goodwin. So, you know, looking at those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players, seven players in the in the transfer window. Admittedly, Kyle Edwards um, was already here, but we've signed him on a permanent. And and Joe Bennett was a was a an, was an unattached. You'd look at those and go, that's not bad. That's kind of covering where where we need to cover. We've talked about wanting a defensive midfielder and a big forward. We've got tick, both. Tick. In the window. Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. One thing I find quite funny is when when we signed a few players quite early on, and then it went a bit quiet. 
a few people, um, I think some found in Radio Oxford, uh, I saw a few on Twitter and stuff, saying, uh, oh, yeah, but we've only replaced the, the ones we've lost. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see what the issue is. A goalkeeper went back and we got a replacement goalkeeper in. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the least I want. Yeah, we will get more later in. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to say, he, he said he would bring in six. I suppose it depends on, on whether you include Bennett and, Edwards, and, and Kyle Edwards, because but... he did go back and then yeah, and then come back out. But, you know, you've got those two coming, Bury, Dale, Matete. Good one. That's a hell of a... I mean, when Edwards is back as well, are they saying early April? So he could be free for seven games? Uh, late, late March, early April, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a, a squad at our, our disposal. Um, Which, considering Murphy's going to be back at the beginning of January, let's not... Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> in terms of injuries, Goodwin is apparently going to be uh, available sort of next week. So mm. that's, that's a, a positive. And with no game on Tuesday of next week, I think it gives the squad a real chance to, to work together, you know, um, obviously the signings today over the last couple of days we'll have tomorrow in the lead up to the Reading game but that's always a it's a you know a bit quick um, be interested to see who if any of them do start I think it'd be maybe the way that we we finish the game against uh, against Pompey I think Bury starting again would be right but I think you'd almost stick with that same team that started against Pompey the right back situation and the left back you know Joe Bennett and 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 um and Finn Stevens there's obviously going to be a, a bit around that but I, I'm not necessarily seeing any of the new signing starting I don't know well to be honest I think the the thing that we've we'll have that we've had for parts of the season is a really strong bench yeah I was uh, a little sarcastic with uh with Paul at halftime, when, well, or coming up to halftime, it's like, are we going to wait and and start attacking once our pacey players have gone off <laughs> and we've got James Henry on? <laughs> well, I love James Henry. I've, I've said it <laughs> from the off, but I didn't think he would be the one, you know, busting yeah. a gut from well within mm. the half. Hell if you look run. at where he started yeah. that run. Yeah. And uh yeah, he put it in on the line. I think he did need to as well. I wasn't sure at the time. But yeah, I was a little he's... sarcastic going, maybe we'll wait until he's on, but you know, up he rises with his fiftieth mean, uh, league goal for us. He times being onside perfectly as well. He's mm. he's right he's basically an inch in it, but he's definitely on. Um well when you kind of forget He's still in the squad until he, yeah. until he reappears. Set pieces really helped as well. The way yeah. he rips it in yeah. is, it, you know, that is, is worth being on the pitch just for his set pieces. You know, what yeah. I wish we'd identified earlier was if you hit the ball and uh, it sort of skims towards the goalkeeper, he is not holding on to it. Mm-hmm. It was it was three or four times, and you look at where Harris's shot goes; it could not be more central on the floor. Yeah. So you know, how's the goalkeeper getting down and flinging that up in the air? Mm-hmm. Like he's got to hold on to that. Yeah. Um, identify that earlier in the game, and you've got 
Brannigan and uh, Rodriguez, Goodrum, all firing in shots like that with with mm. whoever else following in. Obviously, mm. we we got the point. Um, but then yeah. it should be it should be identified before the game. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's there's a reason we're League One, which <laughs> we don't necessarily have all that um, input that they have at, at higher levels, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I was, I would have accepted a draw. I, I'd have been happy with a draw before the game. Yeah, but having gone one up, it is frustrating to not win it. Being two one down and not, you know, just being crestfallen. <laughs> I mean, I, I before this call, I was uh, I was watching the Man U Wolves game, um, and then I had to go and pick up my wife from the train station. As nine minutes went up, it was 3-2 to Man, Man U. I went and got in my car. By the time the radio was on, it was 3 all. Uh, and then by the time, like two or three minutes into the drive, Man U were 4-3 up and 1-4-3. That so easily could have happened the other day. Once we get back into it, it's so easy to let it slip again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am pleased with the point. It stops the rot. It was against top. You look at this weekend and you've got is it Stevenage against Blackpool yeah. and Bolton Barnsley? Um, yeah, and you sort of forget that they've got to play each other. The teams up and around there, You're like, well, when, how are we going to close that gap? And mm. well, yeah. of course, we've got the opportunity. So, well, so Reading, what what are your thoughts? Uh, it's it's one of those things where form goes out the window, isn't it? When it reaches mm. a, a derby day, it's. I'm quite sad that we haven't sold out. The home end. Maybe it's gone up a lot since yeah. the last minute equaliser. I mean, you mentioned form going out the window. I, I hope it kind of does because their form is quite a bit better than ours recently. Um, talking of off the pitch, their protests against the owner. There were some rumours a, a few weeks ago that that you know they might try something with the fence being fairly easy to lob tennis balls over. I don't know whether. Anything will happen there. Obviously, the um, Thames Valley Police will be on plenty of overtime, plenty of uh, bodies on the ground, as it were. Um, kind of just hope it all passes off without too much incident. Yeah, I've got to say, it doesn't it doesn't mean a huge amount to me, I, simply because we haven't played them so well, barring this season. The last time we played them, I would have been 10 years old. Mm. Um, you know, and it's always kind of been Swindon, really, in, in the... Yeah. I mean, fantastic, Mr Ox is, is hating everything he's hearing yeah, right now. Yeah, so <laughs> I was just going to uh, say, I think it depends where in the county you're from. You know, yeah. there's very much yeah. a, those who are that more sort of down, very much the south of the county, you yeah. know, um, who, who grew up around the Reading fans, like you say, fantastic, Mr Ox being one of them, you know, it will be... For myself, growing up in the sort of the southeast of the county, there were more Wickham fans, you know. Yeah. And if you're over on the west, it's going to be the Swindon fans, and then in the north, Coventry and Villa yeah. to an extent. You know, it does, it does sort of, yeah, depend but a then, little bit where you're from. But it's certainly, I think it, it, we'll see and we'll feel an atmosphere on Saturday. Um, I think that you know that early kickoff and the police presence just adds a little bit to the atmosphere. The atmosphere, yeah. you know, in in terms of Oh, this feels a bit different. So I think you know it. it there will certainly be. Um, um, we've not said hi, Tim. So we'll do hi, the hi, Tim. Tim. Um, 
I'll, well, I'll tell you something I, I would like to say, if it's all right. Um, yeah. Last Tuesday, um, when Oxford were playing Barnsley, my family clubbed together and, um, and paid for a box so that people in the family who wouldn't necessarily like to sit in the uh, cold and rain uh, could come along and see my dad's name go up on the scoreboard. Um, I, I just wanted to say how great the club were with it all. Um, they were very supportive. They understood the sort of reasons we wanted to do it. When the game initially moved, they emailed all the people that had booked. It was the Barnsley game, funnily enough, but on the 6th of January. But then I got a phone call to talk me through it and and stuff like that. And, and what would I like to do? Would I like to stick with the Barnsley game or change the Northampton game? I said, whichever one that the, the names are up for. So we went, right, that'll be the Northampton game. Then as soon as that was called off, got a phone call again. What do you want to do? Do you want the Northampton game and that's rearranged? Or do you want the the Barnsley game? Um, and when I said, again, whenever that minute's applause is, they um, they said, uh, let me double check. I think it is the Barnsley game still. So double checked, gave me a call back. We're really grateful. And then the next day sent me such a nice photo um, where... It's it's from behind the players, and you can see the players applauding as Dad's picture and name are on the screen, and it's so beautifully framed. And um, yeah, it's just lovely. And they went above and beyond, and I'm really grateful that the club did that. So, and it was sort of very fitting for for Dad that we got a load of people along who, who I think, of the ten people, um three of them it was their first ever football match i just wanted to go on record that, that it was a, a really fitting tribute yeah um and and all you have to if you do lose a, a family member that's an oxford fan once you contact the club and ask for their um their name to be in a program they will automatically be included in that minute or mm. you can just go on closer to the time they do a, a form that you can fill in well, it looks like the window is closed and certainly doesn't look on touch wood that there's any outgoings. Um, certainly nothing on the on the official site saying anything like that. So, oh, Brannigan's gone. <laughs> Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> what did we think of the uh, the admin tweets? The takeaway one earlier. I, I think it was just it. about food. I, th- mm. I think that's Have we all overthought it. We've all tried to. <laughs> or, or they've just gone. Should we just put this out? See what. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Because they they had us. They full yeah. on had us. If they're just saying stuff for the sake of it, I, I mean that it, it, that's kind of over communicating, really, isn't it? It's not. Uh... <laughs> um. So, uh, 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 very quickly, the 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 women's team a four 0 win away at Plymouth. Um, the season oh, is go, getting some you know, of those goals were glorious as well. It's, it's another hat trick for Zoe Barrett, wasn't it? Yeah, another one in consecutive games. Mm. So it's yeah, the season's improving five. I don't know if it's like five or six on the trot, something like that. Um, I do know, I, I know one or two people have, have sort of said to me, oh, you know, I want to try and get to a game. Um, they've got a couple of games. Um, if you can't make weekends, which I know a lot of people can't, but there are a couple of home games um, 
one in February, one in March, two home games on a Wednesday night, so midweek games. So I'll, I'll certainly try and get to those. But they're they're potentially easier for people to get to a, a midweek game, perhaps than a than a weekend if you if you're doing other stuff on a Sunday. But yeah, they they're going fantastically well at the moment. Um, game on it? Saturday at London Bees. So if they can keep that going, um, yeah. We have said this a lot, but we really have got it planned in now. We just had to move a few times. We'll do a, we're going to do a feature-length uh, women's team episode with with um, a women's team season ticket holder. So watch out for that. Um, hopefully, be released in mid February. So, um, so, um, hi Keith. So Keith, sort of, uh, I bumped into him in a pub in Bristol, uh, and he said. Used to listen to the pod when I was running. Brilliant, he said. I, I still listen, he said, but I tend to listen in the evening and I never get through one without falling asleep. So oh, you've got this far, nice. you know, that, great. Thanks for hanging on this far. But I think he, rather Did he than say use... that like it should be a compliment? Yeah, no, he said, <laughs> he said, I want to say something. He said, uh, you know, it was kind of like a, a thank you, but also sorry. He said, I used, yeah, when I was running a lot, I used to listen all the time. Brilliant. He said, no, I still listen, but when I listen in the evenings, I, I do tend to often fall asleep. So it must be our, our sonorous voices. Our... Dulcet tones. Yes. Wake Keith, up. Wake Keith. up. Wake... Keith. Yeah, Keith. Keith. <laughs> Simon, so, weren't you Keith in the Oxford Mail? I would, no. So when I joined uh, the Oxvox committee, um, yeah, Trev. Hi, Trev. Um, we, there's a, there is a Keith Hathaway. Um, so, yeah, it, for, it just uh, one of those... Things where somebody gets your name wrong and puts my and put Keith Hathaway. So I since Hath then gets called it, Keith so a lot as it, well. It was once that I was called Keith Hathaway, and of course now people just go, "All oh, right, Keith." It's one of those things, isn't it? I just it I don't know why, I don't us. even know why it's even remotely funny. It just is. <laughs> it's one of those names, isn't it? A little bit. It is. Yeah. Sorry, Keith. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we've got any other business. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got some other business. Someone in our chat the other day said that pineapple should be part of a full English, and I, I disagree. Gross. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it goes with a lot of a full English, but yeah. I think I feel more strongly like disagree more strongly than I do feel a rivalry for Reading. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's not wrong though. You are. You are right, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> And see, I'm now just because I brought up pineapple. I want to try and work out uh, Hawaii, Tim. Hawaii. <laughs> I can't, I can't. It's very late now. It is. It is. Yeah. Well past my bedtime. Um, yeah, me too. So, so unless something happens overnight and we, yeah, there's a very late signing. I think a, 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 a decent window. Yeah. Activation. Many activations in the window. Yeah. yeah. I was a uh, thrilled, thrilled. Well. Right, cheerio. Thank you all and all. Um, thank you for listening this far, everyone. Um, Good night, Keith. Sweet dreams. Good night. Good night. <laughs>